this character in Riverdale that they call TT. And what the fuck is Riverdale? It's the show. You haven't seen it, but her last name is Topaz. But I don't know what her first name is. I've been watching the show for five seasons. <laughs> fuck. I suck. All right. Hey, you're listening to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 232. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan, and we're going to talk a little time spiral now. Hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We have a set to review. Uh-huh. Some stories to tell, yeah. some patrons to thank, yeah. some hot takes to deliver. Yeah. Hot for us. No. Hot for I don't have you. hot takes. <laughs> yeah, you have lukewarm takes, but <laughs> I, have, I have- I have no takes. I have semi-takes. It's going to be great. But before we get into any of that, we have to thank our business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com, your source for all your gaming needs. Ooh, very much so. I actually just got all of my Fusion orders, two of them, on Friday. We got booster packs to give out. We got a we got a winner to announce today. I got I got some singles. I've got some stuff for altering. I got some stuff for my Avison Restored collection. Oh shit! Yeah, I got all kinds of stuff, all courtesy of Fusion with CCO Fusion Five promo code for five percent off my whole order. Nice, as you say. My whole <laughs> arms flailing in the air for anybody who's not watching. And you fucking should be because the YouTube show is great. Joe does a good job making yeah. us look semi-professional. Semi yeah. yeah, just like my new haircut makes me look semi-presentable. If you want to get a look at that, check out the CCO pre-show, as you probably already should. Gives you the opportunity to win booster packs and get a little bit more CCO directly into your eye holes. Yeah, and your ear holes. And also any as other you, holes. Yeah, any other holes that you want to put us in. <laughs> if your phone or device of choice can fit. Yes. Even if it can't, I don't know. I've seen the internet. Yeah, Stuff the inter- that yeah. doesn't always... Will this fit in places? That's a real website, I think. Probably. Do not Google that. Don't try and find that out. That is your first don't Google yeah. of the week, I hope. Yeah. Maybe the last. And maybe I don't the know. most important. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got my orders from Fusion as well. I got my Allosaurus Shepherd. Yeah. So I finally owned one of those. And I ordered a. I finally found it, Ryan. I finally found a foil Skirk Fire Marshal. Oh. Oh, baby. Damaged. No. I ordered it damaged. It didn't come damaged. Okay, okay. It was damaged, condition damaged. So I'm like, okay, what's it going to be? Is it please, oh, please, corner? oh, please, right? Right? Is it is it creased so bad? Because there's, gonna... there's never scans unless it's like a Power 9 card or something. Damaged right. damaged mock sapphire or whatever. There'd be like 100 scans, right? Exactly. With this, there's nothing. It was just a picture of it, like a digital picture of the thing. So yeah. it comes in, and it had like a little t- little nick on the back. And I'm like, what is... Who cares? Like it's... The back is fine. The front is fine. It's a little cloudy, but it's old. That's yeah. fine, right? I'm looking you, for, like you got an onslaught one, right? Yep. Yeah. Looking for the damage. So I, it was in like a little pile of cards that I I'd got in the mail, and you could see it because the edges were so dirty. <laughs> so I gave it a little. <laughs> definitely a smoker's card. I played oh. on sleeve for a long time. Yeah. But you know what? Once I double sleeve that thing, don't care. Yeah. So. Uh, Somebody's bad habit saved me $6 on a card. Hey. Damaged Skirk Fire Marshal. Yeah, that's yeah. how you buy a Skirk Fire Marshal. Right, let me tell cool. you. Well, let me tell you. Yeah, so, that's for sure. Fusion Gaming coming through. Coming through with the boys. Smoky Magic cards. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I love buying damaged. Uh, lots of times when uh, when I get cards to alter or people send me cards to alter, they'll be damaged like with like face, facial wear. Sure. Right? The backs or the, the fronts or the edges will be worn white, right? Right. Like, uh, Ginger Joe sent me a, 
a Volrath stronghold that was like sidewalk play, right? Nice. Yeah, front and back. So <laughs> they got the whole treatment. And uh, lots of times I'll, I'll do restorations on damaged cards where there might be a, a fold mark in it or like some of the faces like ripped off because something got stuck to it and they peeled it off. Sure. You could sand it down with like 2,000 grit sandpaper and then just repaint it like you were just painting it. Huh. Yeah. So if anybody's into that. Every Thursday on our Facebook page or you can get a hold of Ryan, CCO Podcast on Twitter or at the official Commander Cookout Gmail account, commandercookout at gmail.com. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People people send us deck lists on like Discord and Twitter all the time. CCO Brando on Twitter. He didn't say that. And I'll respond with, thanks. We'll take a look. Can you send it to our email? Oh, geez, uh, what's the email? <laughs> we say it every episode, and it's right on the website. <laughs> CommanderCookout.com uh, is the website. Yeah. Well, that th yeah, that's the website. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're doing time spiral talking. That's yes. TT, if you will. Yes. We're talking some T's. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that sounds dirtier than it sounds. TT's. Yeah, we're talking TTs. Okay, but before we do, before we do, we've got a winner from last week. Ooh, see, I thought we were gonna forget. Yeah, here we no, are. I got it right here. Guest Taralf from Pre-Show Hints, Thor, God of Earthquakes. Yeah, that winner was on YouTube. This is a YouTube name, so if this is your name on YouTube, and you're not a bot that was just copying pasting other responses, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if those exist. But your name is Crocsty, which also sounds dirty. Like croc is in and like crocodile. No, like croxa, like K R O X T I, crocs T. If that's you, commandercookout at gmail dot com or CCO podcaster CCO Brando will get you down for one of the new packs that just came in from Fusion Gaming Online that exists now in the dirty, rotten, smelly onion bag of sacks to crack. Yeah, or whatever else we pull out. But the chances are because the 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 Kaldheim packs are in there right at the top, and I can't really shake the bag that good. You'll probably <laughs> just get a Kaldheim pack. <laughs> <laughs> I was at Big Box Store the other day. Speaking of Kaldheim packs. And I saw the collector packs that they sent to, like, the big box retail. Have you seen those? No. The box, because they come in a box instead of a pack, is, like, this fucking big. Oh, was there just one pack? It looks like a cereal box. Yeah, and it's got one pack in it. Oh. And it's legit the size of a cereal box. Typical wizard's packaging, I guess, eh? Yeah. Oh, for the new set, we're going to have this environmentally friendly packaging, and it's going to be so much less harmful and impactful <laughs> on the environment. Did they say that? But for th They sure did. Really? But... For this set for Kaldheim, it's like, ah, oh, fuck it. We oh, will cut down the forest and send her a plastic-wrapped, foily cereal box with one pack in it. Good on you. Par for the course. Yeah. Par for the course. Uh, Croxty, get at us. Yeah, that's the moral of that story. Yeah. Yes, thanks for playing. And, of course, thanks to everybody else who comments and plays and has a lot of fun with us on the pre-show. Agreed. Speaking of thanks. Speaking of thanks. And... Before we get to thanks, should we tell everybody what they should have guessed from yesterday's pre-show before we forget? Because we're not going to run across them in the list today. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. It was Nor in the Wary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Low on the mana curve, doesn't like attacking. Brando's favorite color from Time Spiral. Their favorite deck. Can't play it during VDH. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There Alas. he is. Alas. <laughs> oh, so, so soon, man. I can feel it. After this last week, it was a good week in news. It was a very uplifting, hopeful news here oh, yeah. where we live. Yeah, like... Everything looks like the global bastard might be in a little bit of recession. It's not like everything's fine, but it 
it certainly looks more like we're going to have a a summer maybe or maybe a fall. Oh, yeah. I like those things. At least here we're going to maybe, maybe be able to play magic with each other again. Yeah, and, and we had we had cool. some really warm weather this week too. Nice to be outside mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, okay. I like that. That's the, a good vibe of the week. Yeah. Remember, remember last week when I said, man, we're doing some good news. And you're like, Brando, that's not how good news works. <laughs> yeah. That's not how it works. You don't have... I still I still hold to that. And, and you can, but... We did get the we good news some. that we needed, and that's pretty cool. Okay, so, yeah. sweet. So good vibes up here in Canada. I hope wherever you are right now. In this part this. of Canada, anyway, Canada's pretty big. Yeah, tr- <laughs> true. Lots of stuff going on here. But where we are, things are getting good. I hope they are wherever you are as well. Yes. Yeah. You deserve it. We've all been through a lot. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Speaking of thanks. Speaking of thanks. We've got some patrons. Patrons. We're going to totally F them too, right? Hell yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. The, the first one I mentioned on the pre-show was a, was a returning patron. Okay. This is now... Third time being our patron. Ooh. <laughs> Ethan Jacobs. This is Ejack. 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 That's kind of dirty, and I like it. That's why we called him that. He's back, and he's he, back to Jack. He's back to Jack. <laughs> yeah. I like it. <laughs> big thanks. Big F you. Now, we've got some couple couple new patrons. Okay. First one, Connor Benson. Hmm. He's, he's, a, he's a con man and a bender. Con Bender. He has the bends. He's got the bends. What's the bends? I think that's what you get when you're like way under the ocean. You're scuba diving or something, and then you come up too fast. It gives you the bends. Isn't that how that works? I don't know. I was thinking Bender like... Like he drinks too much, or he's a robot from Futurama? Uh, Drinks too much. Par for the course for CCO, I guess. Maybe we'll meet him in, in Magic Fest Las Vegas, or the first Magic Fest, and we'll, it'll just be a Bender. Maybe it'll do. <laughs> we'll are you kidding Connor me? Bender. <laughs> Connor Bender. You're gonna call me Brando Bender when we're done with the first Magic Fest. Oh, oh man. man, I'm telling you, that's gonna be some some fun trip. <laughs> I hope it's in Nashville. I hope it's wherever we can go that is like close enough that we can go. Yeah, I just hope that we can get there. Yeah, should we just go to the next one? Yeah, who gives a fuck? Air Canada owes us like hundreds of dollars. Yeah, they'll send us wherever <laughs> they'll we want. Send us wherever the fuck go. we want. Connor Bender, thank you. Thanks for being here. Next one, we only have a first name, so he needs a dirty Russian spy last name. Shit, yeah. Yeah, this guy's name is Eddie. Eddie Kastelamankov. Yeah. Eddie Kastelamankov. Yeah, it sounds a little dirty if you think about it a lot. Yep. Because it's like casting something off. I don't know what a mank is. I don't speak Russian. Yep. I just know the last names. Yeah, maybe he's wearing, instead of a mank, maybe he's wearing just a mink. He's like, just throw it off. Like a mink. Like a coat? Speedo. Not a coat. No, a Speedo. Mink Speedo. <laughs> Eddie, cast a la Mink Speedo off. Yeah. That's a pretty long one for Joe to spell, but I'm sure he can piece it together. <laughs> he can figure it. He's a smart guy. Big thank you and big. F you. F you to Eddie. Next one. Tim McLaren. Tim like one. like hyper sports car McLaren. All those seats with only one, those cars with only one seat? Uh, those are the race car versions, like the concept versions. Oh, those are the only McLarens that I'm aware of. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see them in Need for Speed, like on the video games. Oh, yeah, okay. Those are the cards I like to play as, is the McLarens, because they go real fast, and they look like space cars. Yes. I like cars that look like they're from space. So how do you make a nickname out of that? And the first name is Tim. Tim McLaren. That's his name. <laughs> Tim McLaren. I don't know, man. Tim I just want to call him McLaren F1, but I know that that's, that's not right. McLaren XL. Oh, yeah. Because that sounds like a car thing, but also a wiener thing. 
Yep. And that sounds yep. like a CCO thing. Yes, yes. When you when you go to the pharmacy and you want to pick up the magnums, but you know that they're too big, but you pick <laughs> them up anyways, and, and you like you put those on the on the on the conveyor belt to uh, get scanned first, right? And then you like mix in the actual condoms that you're going to use, like way down with like your tomatoes and like your your produce. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Jesus. No, you never done that. I've never, I've never bought. No, I never done that. Well, Tim knows what I'm talking about. Tim XL. Yeah, with a name like XL, he definitely does. Yeah, very much so. There well, is. he probably doesn't have to do the second part. He just puts the magnums on the counter first. And he's yeah. like, yeah, these are mine. <laughs> I wear these. I wear these all the time. <laughs> just walk around with them on. <laughs> oh well, Tim. Big thank you. Big F you. I feel like that'd be really uncomfortable. XL F you. <laughs> just walk around with a condom on all the time. Just at work? Yeah, no, don't do that. Just, Let's change the subject. Yeah, that'd be gross. We got one more, just because okay. we're having a good time today. Paul Hemminghaus. What? That can't be his real name. That's his name. Unless I'm saying it wrong. Well, let's change it to Paul Hasselhoff. Because <laughs> that's a real name. Yes, Paul Hasselhoff. Yeah. Pseudo-celebrity. <laughs> but just tweak the last name to make it sound close. Yeah, he probably just changed it a little bit so that... We wouldn't think that he was related to the Hoff, but we're on to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is the uh, Hoss. <laughs> yeah, separated at birth, twins. Yeah, and they just, they were like, it was a coincidence that they had like close last names. Yeah. Okay, that, good good story. I things like that. like that happen. Yeah. Those things definitely happen. Very much so. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. Are, those are things that definitely go down. Okay. What else do we got? We've got... Give us the structure of the show. What do you think that we should talk about? Because, like you said, there's lots of Whoa. content creator talk, lots of lots of let's say community talk about this set. Is it good? Are we soft on it? Does it matter? Can we take it off? Because ultimately, it's reprints. We just buy the singles of the old border cards that we want. Give us your give us your take. Here's what I think. I think that it's certainly worth it to talk about sets like this for a couple of reasons. One, it's an influx of cards that maybe you don't have. Two, it's the return to the reprint set. And I'll bet you there's people who are playing Magic now, listening to our show, that have never experienced a 100% reprint set ever. Or, or, I thought you were going to say Time Spiral, but you mean... You, this, this is just a broad stroke thing. Time Spiral itself is an awesome experience. I don't want to harp too much on how cool the draft in Time Spiral is because it really is. It's a great draft experience if you can do it, but a lot of people are in a place right now where they can't, so I don't want to And say, we are a, a commander podcast. Yeah, and we're so. a commander cast, so if something's great for draft, it doesn't really matter so much to us. Yeah. But the fact is this is a 100% reprint set of a set where some of the cards were... Not getting super expensive, but there's a few commons in here that we're going to get to that were a few bucks. And there are certainly on the top end some very expensive cards. The top end of Time Spiral was getting kind of ridiculous, and it's for things that were mainly casual cards, I would argue. Sliver Legion was lots of money. Acroma's Memorial cost seven. It's not seeing a lot of CDH play. Seven mana. Seven mana, too. Yeah. it was twenty five dollars. It was seven oh, yeah? seven mana and twenty five dollars. Yeah, like it was. Wow. Okay. Like it's, it's a Com- big time card. We know now because of things like Sliver Legion and and Acroma's Memorial that Commander does very much inform prices. Yep. And we know now because of other sets that have seen reprints, like um, some cards in Lorwyn Shadowmore, Morning Tide, Even Tide. Mega block that have been reprinted that the price drops significantly. Not a huge amount of people playing then, like 2000 and we're going to say 2005, 6, 7. Right. 
Not as many people playing then as now. And an even depressed amount of people playing, maybe because of like the drop-off in tournament play because of the Mirrodin fiasco with artifacts and affinity and stuff like that, right? Affinity booted me out of the game. I had I just I had enough and I walked away. Kamigawa wasn't enough to bring me back. Uh-huh. Ravnica was really cool and I picked up some cards because I figured I'd 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 be into them eventually and I am. Time Spiral was the set that got me back into magic. So I came in a couple of sets before you came back from your hiatus. Yeah, I came back in uh, Morning Tide. Morning Tide. You know what? No, I came back in in Lorwyn because I remember when they when they previewed Planeswalkers. And there the Lorwyn five were the first five Planeswalkers. And I remember that Liliana was spoiled. And I remember that. I remember seeing that. There we go. So, yeah, I missed this set, and it wasn't because I hated Mirrodin. I wasn't playing competitively then. It was just because I was doing other stuff. And I think that as a 100% reprint set, the last real set, like hundreds of cards in a real set, all reprints that we saw was 10th edition yep. in 2005. Yeah, and I think it was the core set that was out when Time Spiral was out as well. Yeah, it, if I remember it, it right. It was around that time. And oddly enough, Tara of 10th edition was the first black bordered reprint set. <laughs> and just interesting <laughs> trivia there. Yeah. But yeah, and I think that's why some people are soft on it. And we were we've talked a lot about this off air over the last like 2 weeks and it's 100% reprints, and I think a lot of the online community, the the prolific voices, I'm not going to call them the loud voices, right. but the voices that do have a big microphone are, they seem soft. Yeah. Right? They seem soft because it's like, oh, thank God, I don't have to learn six new abilities, and I don't have to do a bunch of episodes and videos and content on new cards, and I don't have to build new decks, because these are all reprints, and that and that it makes you feel like, oh, I have some breathing room to, like, intake some of some of Throne of Eldraine that I missed, and sure. some Theros that I missed, and sure. some, I don't know, what, the, all of the sets be, between the end of 2019 and, mm-hmm. like, the first quarter of 2021, I've got some time to absorb some of that, because I can take Time Spiral off, and I think your take was... Lots of people looked at this time spiral and lots of people saying just what you said, which I think is a fairly mild way of looking at it. It's yeah. fine to look at a set and say, hey, I'm going to take some time to look at something else. I think took the the real focus off of sets like this, which I think are Masters sets done exactly the way that I've been screaming for them to be done since Masters sets came out. You've got... You've got- You've got some a, really good cards in the proper set. Yep, you've got a fantastic draft environment. So the chaff you can legitimately say is based around a solid draft experience, which this is, and I know that because mm-hmm. I played it before. So it checks that box. So it ticks the draft box. You got some high end stuff that people are going to want in the actual set. We talked yep. about Acroma's Memorial, Sliver Legion, a bunch of cards like that. And we're going to look at the, all the all the kind of the hits of the main set in a couple minutes. Yeah, we're going to get to that, and then later on in the show we're going to get to this as well. You have the well, why should I care about buying this set? I already own all the cards. Yes. Which is the mentality of a lot of the creators because they're longtime players. Exactly. And those are the people whose voices I think you've heard because you follow lots of creators. Exactly. And 
you got those old border cards for those people. Like maybe you still play Legacy. You want your old border thought season. The you, um, the you, functional equivalent of the the showcase cards, exactly, which we are always high on. Yeah. And the showcase cards in this set come out in old borders that me and Ryan both totally like. Yep. And they're totally cool cards. And really, we were talking about this off air. There's not very many duds. No. You open an old bordered card. You have a cool card, and you're going to open one in every pack. Every pack? I think every pack has one. Sure. So that's pretty fucking cool. And getting back to what I was saying was I think that the 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 amplification of content creators saying, oh, you know, this is a reprint set. I'm going to take it off. Because it's been so long since a reprint set has been released like this one, I think that that could influence some of the people who maybe have never bought a reprint set before. It's like, well, if they're not excited about it, I'm not excited well, about it. Well, and I've got a, I've got a couple things. I've got a couple things, and I'm gonna shout out. I'm gonna shout out Magic Mike's podcast. Evan Irwin, he works for another big, big retailer. Sold out. Good. Sold the fuck right out. Fuck Can't yeah. get it anywhere. Absolutely. And I, if if that wasn't the case, I would say, yeah, you know what? I don't know if this set's gonna be, like, I don't know if it's gonna be the thing that Watsi was hoping it was gonna be because because we can't get together and draft right now, yeah. or at least in a lot of. A lot of places we can't get together and draft, which is the main thing that this, you could argue, the main yeah. thing that this set was put into existence to do, to be. True. Right? But because they did remaster the set and include a lot of the big money cards, and they did make a very appealing, air quotes, showcase sure. version of cards that we already want, I think that it's... It's good. Now, am I going to buy boxes? No. And I'm not discouraging people from buying boxes. Brando bought two, right? Yeah. And it's not so much to it's not so much to get like the random, oh, I really like this common from yeah. Time Spiral. That's not what it's about. It's a little bit about nostalgia. It's a little bit to obtain some of the really good commander cards that were in Time Spiral without having to pay like $100 for a sliver Legion, yeah, and it's a little bit about getting a bunch of the old border cards. And there's a like, there's a chance every pack could have a four hundred dollar old border foil thought season in it. Mm -hmm. It won't, mm -hmm. but they could. Now, just a little little bit of math on that, right? Yeah, we did it. We, we did, we did the show We started. did some math. One in every ninety one booster boxes will have that the, card you want. The foil thought season, let's say, mm -hmm. right? The, the foil, whatever it is, commander card, because Thoughtseize really isn't a commander card. Kiki-jiki. Kiki-jiki. Okay. You, in every 91 boxes, that'll, just based on the odds, get you one of every foil time-shifted card. One. It takes you it takes you 91 boxes. You'll have a full sheet of them. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Variance aside. Yeah, variance aside. 91 boxes will get you your, your sheet. How many dollars is that, Ryan? Before we talk dollars, if you don't buy a booster box and you buy packs, <laughs> that's 3,276 packs. Let's call it 3,300 booster packs that you'll wow. have to buy. Yeah. If you're like, oh, I'm just going to buy some packs. I hope I can crack my foil time-shifted past in flames. Sure. Right? Y yeah. 
Just yeah. buy it. Just buy the single. Just buy it. And and if you want the hundred and fifty dollar Kiki Jiki, well, you're gonna need to buy thirty three hundred packs to to even give yourself like the ninety nine point nine percent chance of opening it. Yeah. And you know what a four dollar pack, it's gonna cost you over thirteen grand to get that Kiki Jiki yeah. versus spending the hundred and fifty up front. And I started to think about that when you were talking about how many packs of jumpstart you bought to try and get yeah. your Allosaurus Shepherd, hundreds of dollars worth, and then you then you spent the hundred and some dollars on the Allosaurus Shepherd, right? Yeah. This is how Watsy makes their money. Yeah. Right? And again, we're not discouraging anybody from buying boxes, especially if you can draft, especially if you like cracking packs, especially if it's nostalgic. All the reasons yeah. that you would normally buy packs for are a good reason to buy these. Absolutely. A bad reason to buy these is to try and get that one foil Kiki Jiki that's going to show up once yeah. in every 3,300 booster packs. You don't, like, I'm not cracking these because I think I'm going to make money or whatever. I'm, I bought them because I love Time Spiral. I want to open Time Spiral again. I'm going to get some cool trade fodder out of it. You're going to do some Brando Does Stuff videos. I'm going to do some Brando Does Stuff videos with them. I'm going to take the stuff that isn't for me. I'll trade it in and turn it into the stuff that I want. Yeah. And... I think if that's what you're going to do, that's awesome. I highly recommend you to just buy a pack and crack it and open it and just enjoy that. No, like, look at how cool your draft experience would have been with it because it's really, really good. Yeah. It is. I, I Buy six packs and do some sealed deck with a significant other. Yeah. Or like me and Brando could do a sealed deck against each other. We see each other all the time touching eyeballs and sneezing into each other's mouths. That's how we do it. Yeah. It's the CCO greeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. No. But, but there's lots of reasons to pick up stuff from this set that we're going to get into in, in just a couple of minutes. But overall, I think that sets like this are a, a good idea. I think that they're a good idea or would have the good idea that they are would have been better illustrated if they released this after Strixhaven. Oh yeah. And the reason I think that is because especially with shows like ours where we're going to look at the commander decks that come out and say, "Hey, you could take this one and add this and this and this and this and this to it and do this." The sets like this are where you're going to find the things that we're going to point you at. So when you go to upgrade your the legendary owl that tells Link to go to the fucking mountain to talk to the Gorons. <laughs> That's the only famous owl I know. We will say, well, you should put in an Avon Mind Sensor and a Pongify and an Amru Scout to do this and this and this. And you're like, well, where the fuck am I going to get one of those? Boom! Time Spiral. And there they <laughs> yeah. are. You could make that argument about any reprint set, though. You could. We, but... could, we could say, here's the Time Spiral set. Put it in your, uh, what's the set that just launched? Fucking the last sound. Yeah, the Norse set. Yeah, the Norse set. I'm only I'm picking Strixhaven. Fuck. <laughs> I pick Strixhaven just because it's yeah. got the commander decks in it. If you want to boost the commander decks, here's some cool reprints to do it. Yeah. Is just where I think it would have sat in the in the release order. But I'm not a marketing genius for cards. Y yeah, I'm and just... we don't we don't know what else they have planned and stuff, right? Yeah. It's it's too it's too obtuse for us to just take shots in the dark at yeah, maybe, why is this exactly where it is, right? Maybe triple masters will come out then and it'll be thirty five dollars a pack. And oh yeah, the... did you touch on price point? Because this I, is regular oh, ass price we, point, right? This is a, you buy a box, you get thirty six packs, just like a regular yeah, box. Yeah, if you're and gonna I buy we, packs. It's going to cost you the same as a thing. We were arguing because you were like, "I love reprint sets," and I was like, "You fucking hated the last eighteen thousand masters <laughs> products." Like, no, you don't. And you were like, "Well, no, 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 no. This and this and this and this." And we we heard each other's points. Yeah. And this is regular like retail price. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh yeah, your big hang up was like, why do I have to pay for?" one good card in a booster pack 
yeah. and the booster pack be $18 or whatever. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, you're trying so hard to make it. And not that you're going to make your money back every time on make your money back, but you're only out five bucks. You open a dollar rare and a time in a spiral five pack? $5, $4 pack. Fine. You open a $1 rare and a $25 booster pack, I find that to be inexcusable. Mm. And I'll, I'll always shit on those. I always will. But sets like this... Awesome. I'm, I'm super excited about it. If you can't tell. If I don't sound excited <laughs> enough, I'm going to try and amp it up as the show goes along. Well, we're going to take a couple cards from each color from the set proper. We're going to talk about the, the noticeable hits that are for us, yep. not just the draft environment. Then we're going to look at some old border cards. The art, how does it look? How does it fit? And uh, maybe some potential misses or, or the, the gems of the, the time shifted. Yes. So let's get to it. Absolutely. Okay, as we do with our set reviews, we're going to go through pretty quick. We're going to hit some cards that we would normally like to play in each color. Then when we get to the end, we'll hit some old border stuff and yeah. see what we get. And you you went a step further in looking at what some of the like most expensive cards were. I checked out some of the... Now, Xing out the reprint old border cards. Yeah, yeah. We're not talking about those yet. The most expensive cards in the set proper, in no particular order, are Angel's Grace... Tarmogoyf, Damnation, Acromus Memorial, and Sliver Legion. Yeah, and like And those are the ones that are above twenty bucks. And there are lots of cards in the set that were hovering between eight and ten. Yeah. Lots at five and a bunch at like two, three. Now those were when I looked and I looked earlier on in the week. Those prices have probably started going down because people are going to open these and the supply is going to be up there and Pongify is not going to be two bucks anymore, right? That's right. That's right. You know what's interesting is what is kind of colloquially known as the Tarmogoyf effect. Tarmogoyf gets reprinted in modern masters. Yep. One or two. Doesn't matter. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. Modern masters, 2013 or 2015. And... People who weren't going to play Tarmogoyf decks in Modern and in Legacy at the time who opened a Tarmogoyf in a Modern Masters pack. Say you have one Tarmogoyf and it's like like a $150 card. You don't want to do that much money to get a play set because you got to play four in Legacy or Modern. You open up your second Tarmogoyf in, in Modern Masters and it's like, hey, I only need two now instead of three. Or I got this one or I randomly got two in my booster box. Right, I'm, I'm going to get two more. Price is going to go down because of modern masters, and what the Tarmogoyf effect is is people in that scenario I just described going out and buying Tarmogoyf singles to the tune of buying enough that it drove the price of Tarmogoyf up because they thought that they only needed two and they bought two, but everybody else did that too. Yeah. So all the Tarmogoyfs from modern masters spiked in price. And that caused all the old border Tarmogoyfs to spike too. So we might actually see that effect with some of the cards here. Ooh. And maybe we won't because this sounds like it's going to be a very popular set. And it sounds like it's going to be priced to sell. Regular retail, like you're buying a Throne of Eldraine or a or a, or, or a Kaldheim pack, right? So... We'll have to see. The time we'll have tell. to see what it does. And I think a lot of the stuff in the set proper, with the exception of Goyf, of course, and Pact of Negation, I guess, as well, maybe, are all more casually cards. They just cost a bunch because they were in Time Spiral and never reprinted again. And the expensive ones are expensive because of Commander. Yeah. And, like, Sliver Legion isn't a card that I need in six of my Commander decks. 
Yeah, you need it for that one sliver deck that you play. Yeah, or you Pact just of Negation want. might be. Yeah, Akroma's Memorial might be right, but I don't know. Let's look at let's look at some of the hits in the set proper. Okay, one big we already talked we already mentioned it I should say in Angel's Grace. Yeah, this is instant with split second for white. You can't lose the game this turn, and your opponents can't win the game this turn until end of turn. Damage that would reduce your life total to less than one reduces it to one instead. That's super duper duper fog. Super duper duper fog. Super duper good with ad nauseum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. So that's just a good ass card. We have an Avon Mind Sensor reprint. Never expensive, but still a cool card to see again. Yep. Do we have Children of Coalice? Coy Corless. Corless? Children of cor cor Cornholeless? Yes. Yeah, that's sacrifice it, gain life equal to the life you've lost this turn. As long as you don't die, you can just go back up. Yeah, I cool like that. Card. You know what I like better than that? Tell me. This and this was a future site like deep cut back in the day because it's a riff off of Clergy of the Holy Nimbus from Legends. This is Knight of the Holy Nimbus. Oh, this card is so good. This is a 2-2 two -two for white white with flanking. So if it blocks a 2-2, two -two, it kills it cuz the blocking creature gets minus 1 minus 1. Yep. If Knight of the Holy Nimbus would be destroyed, you regenerate it. But then you can pay 2 and it can't be regenerated this turn, but only your opponents can pay that ability. Anybody can play it. You can do that, too, if you're an idiot and want to pay two for your creature to die. No, it says only oh. your opponents can activate this oh, ability. Oh, it does! Oh, it does, shit. so we can't even do that. But you Word. play this in, in some kind of a control deck where you're taxing the cost of activating abilities with something like Suppression Field. That was a deck for a while with... Knight of the Holy Nimbus and Suppression Field, which makes activated abilities cost two more to activate. I think that was from one of the original Ravnica sets. Yep, it's from Ravnica. And even if you don't have that, you could play Knight and Clergy as like regener auto-regenerate blockers because a lot of the time people aren't going to just want to spend two mana to kill your 2-2 two -two. Two -two with like a, like a negligible ability in flanking. Yeah. Right? So I don't know if it's good, it's good. For, for Commander, but I like it, and I did have the, the Clergy and the Knight of the Holy Nimbus Suppression Field deck. I did have that. Nice. That's just an old nostalgia <laughs> for me, right? We'll do a quick hit on these real fast. The Slivers are back. Slivers are back. They were updated for a modern era, but still have the old wording where all Slivers get better. Yep. In Time Spiral, they were used to... I think showcase a bunch of abilities that wizards hadn't done yet. The first one is Limp Sliver. It has Absorb. I think it's the only creature that has Absorb. Yeah, there's Poultry Sliver that gives them all Regenerate. Yeah, there's, there's lots of them. The rare ones, again, because Slivers are popular in EDH, and for a while they were there was a modern deck. Slivers, the rare ones at least, were three, four bucks. The foils were quite a bit. Sinew Sliver, which is the White Muscle Sliver. Yep. Foils were like nine or ten bucks. Oh yeah. To the point. Well, and where you know were... what? You know what else too? And we'll mention this maybe a couple times. Sinew Sliver was a was a plane shifted or a color shifted sliver in Planar Chaos, yep. and it had the Planar Chaos card frame. This is the first time we get it, I think, in regular card frame. Correct. Unless it was in. It was in uh, the the mystery boosters, but it still had the same old frame. Oh yeah, I think so. Was it in the premium deck series sliver with the original frame? Nope, it wasn't no? in the premium so this, deck sliver. This might at have all. been. This might be the first frame sliver guy. Yeah, we have okay. a periphery nodes. That's drop of honey. Drop of honey in white again. Another another planar chaos card that yep. was only in that 
kind of it was kind of just discolored. It was just a different color of white card. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now it yeah. looks like a traditional white card for anybody who who really kind of focuses in on what their card frames look like. Yes. Right. We, uh, really we, quick, Stone Cloaker and White Mane Lion. Hell those, yeah. Those two cards kind of get played together sometimes, right? Yeah. We have a Temporal Isolation. I think is a cool one. Another common, not hard to find, but still neat. Enchanted Creature has Shadow. Yeah. I just read it. And prevent all damage that would be dealt by Enchanted Creature. So it can block things with Shadow, but it can't hurt them. And yeah, it can attack and you can't block it, but it doesn't do anything. Dealt by. Oh, what the heck? Yeah. So you would enchant that on like your opponent's creature? Yeah. So they can't hit you? They can't block, and if they attack, all it does is tap their dude. Okay. cool. I actually like that. It's a neat pacifism. I like it. And it's got Flash. It's yeah. got flash, so you can do it at instant speed. That's actually a good removal spell for like an enchanter's deck. They play with their commander and they want to damage you with it. Like maybe not commander damage you, but if their commander's got five power or flies or something, it's a, like it's a good attacker. Boom! Now you can't cast it again from your command zone. Like if I pathed it, and you can't attack with it. And I'm gonna draw a card because I'm playing a gen. Yeah, or six. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I actually like that card. That's that, a, okay. Right? Yeah, you sold me. You were trying to sell me on the set. You yeah. haven't yet, but you sold me on that card. I got, I got a couple <laughs> of cards. How about this? How about uh, Ancestral Recall? I like, like that card. You like Ancestral Recall, right? Yes. How about Ancestral Vision, or as I like to call it, Shitty Ancestral Recall? <laughs> you just put shitty in front of everything. <laughs> yeah. We're on to blue, obviously. Yeah, this was a reprint. I think this is playing Commander, right? I know that Smitty plays this. He'll drop an Ancestral Vision like on turn one for blue, yeah. suspend it for four. Who gives a shit if you got five cards in your hand like at the when it goes off? Because you're drawing three cards. Yeah. Yeah. It, it suspends for one and you draw three just a few turns later. Yeah, very good. That's a cool card. There's a I think there's a I don't know if they reprinted the whole cycle, but there's Living End or Living Death. There's yeah, that Wheel was of, reprinted. Wheel of Fate. Wheel of Fate, which reprinted. Is Wheel of Fortune is reprinted. I don't care what the white one was. It wasn't reprinted. And I, oh, is it Hypergenesis? Is the is the green one? Yeah. Was did that get a reprint? I guess we'll find out. I don't I, remember. I think it's been a few days since here. I looked well, at the looked at the set as a whole again. But going through the rest of the blues, we got Draining Welk. That's a cool one. Yeah, counters a spell on a creature. How about Dreamscape Artist? I think people sleep on that one. Do they? I think they do too. This is okay. This is a blue card. Yeah. A blue card. I'll o let you know. Only blue. Yep. And this is before blue was was Simic blue and did all the things like green did. Yes. This is blue one for one one human spell shaper. Uh oh. So Brando likes shapers. it already. Blue two tap discard a card sacrifice a land search your library for up to two basic land cards put them onto the battlefield tapped. Oh no, just put them onto the battlefield then shuffle. So that's Harrow. It's Harrow in blue. Yeah. That's awesome. That's very cool. And this was this was originally from was this from Planar no, Chaos? No, I think that this is Time Spiral. It was one of the two and the reason it does that is because they were spell shaper giving spell shaper abilities to enemy color pairs. So this got a green spell on a blue card. Yeah. Years later, like 14 years later, it's been that fucking long. Oh. 14 years later, Green and blue just fucking both get to do that. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's just, like, oh, whatever. It just but, happens. Yeah, but. this 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 is a perfect card that people sleep on. Moving on. Yeah, we talked about Pongify. You can finally afford your foil Pongifies if those are important to you. Yep. Because they it was a two dollar comp or uncommon for a little while. I think it was a common in Time Spiral, but I'm not. I don't remember all the way. I don't remember. Either way, that. it was two bucks. Now it's fucking not. And the comp the foils if you could find them were four or five. 
and now they fucking won't be. It was an uncommon everywhere that's ever been printed. Double okay. Masters, C14, and Planar Chaos. And the Planar Chaos ones, the original printing is, yeah, 350 So there you go. You can just do better. Now let's talk about Pact of Negation. I yes. just, I kind of just bought one of these a few, it was a few months ago, oh, but. Idiot. No, <laughs> idiot. No, this card, this card will see a drop in price, but there's got to be a different name for Tarmogoyf Effect. Like what's, what's the effect called that, oh, now I have it. Oh, but if I didn't get it in Time Spiral, I still want to buy it. So the price will dip because of, because of Time Spiral Remaster, but it'll just go right back up. It'll just go right back up. That's just how reprints kind of work. Yeah, I suppose. You only get, just because I don't want to dump on my MTG finance homies, but there's a lot of people who look at these as investments. And so the price doesn't stay down for long, but the price will come down. And I think it'll stay down depending on how long this. Not on that card, man. It's a free counterspell. Yeah. Free counterspells. Look at every other one. There's a lot of history. Get them now. Yeah. Is what we're saying. We got a Tefri and a Venser, both very good cards. Both very so, well. Teffrey's got like a shitty lock built right onto him, right? Yes. And Venser's just good. Venser's just good. Yeah, he 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 counters stuff that's uncounterable, right? Because you return the spell to their hand. Yeah. yeah. All right. We have Vesuvian Shapeshifter. That's a clone with morph that you can flip face down sometimes if you want to to reflip it over to turn it into something else. Vesuvian Shapeshifter is really really cool. Walk the Aeons. I see Ryan looking at that. It's got the classic Time Walk dudes on it. Yes. This is Jeremy Jarvis did the art on this in likeness to Amy Weber's Time Walk half-muscled, half-skeleton dudes. I don't know what the inspiration was there, but I would love to pick Amy Weber's brain on that. That is a beautiful card. Because it's... it's Give it a read. Walk the Aeons is a sorcery for Blue Blue 4 buyback of Sack 3 Islands. Oh, yeah. And it says take an extra turn after this one. Target player takes an extra turn after this one. Yeah, and I clicked on it. I clicked through the image of the card to see what it costs. And this is a $10 card. Yep. And the reprint from Remastered is 7 bucks. So that might go down a little bit, even even more than it is now, because like it's using Scryfall that we're on is using like TCG player prices that that are a reflection of what retail stores are selling for and the set isn't launched yet so it's all pre-order prices which we know are inflated super inflated right so uh, yeah this one is is one of those ones where it's like yeah this was expensive because people want to play extra turn cards Mm -hmm. and it's not very readily available because it was only printed in time spiral like planar chaos is where it was no it was in time spiral was it in time spiral yeah the original was in time spiral and Super iconic art. Jeremy yeah. Jarvis is like the lead art director now for Watsy. Oh, cool. And it's, like I said, in likeness to Amy Weber's original Time Walk. And uh, yeah, I would just love to know yeah. about that. That's if you're super cool on YouTube, piece of magic history. If you're watching on, on YouTube right now, and you, you should be because it's cool, Joe's got the picture up on the screen right now. Yeah. It's awesome. Yes. So just for the art and the fact that, again, it costs more than the pack you bought. There it is. And it's just one of the rares. Yeah, it's just a right? rare. And I mean, there's lots of rares that we didn't talk about that don't cost fucking more than the pack. Sure. So again, don't... Yeah, don't, don't don't invest, but it's one of those... It's not a dud like it would have been in a, mag- in a master set that cost you 25 bucks for your pack. Yeah, I suppose. You're right. 
Okay. Big Game Hunter is another one coming up. Yeah, onto black. It, that it, that lets you kill a dude, right? Yeah, and it has madness for just black. Again, it was one of those cards that was creeping up in value because you could only get it in the old school set. Yep. Here you can get it for less. I think it saw a reprint, didn't it? Isn't Commander 19? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Oh, but here's one that does matter. Oh, people are pissed about this. Dang old nation. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh damnation. But it's mythic. It's damnation. Yeah. You know what? The the but it's mythic or but it's common, but it's on like whatever rarity it is, I would argue for me, and I know that I'm speaking for lots of people who do this, rarity doesn't actually matter. It only informs price slightly. Yeah. Like unless it was a common. If it was a common, damnation would not be worth what it's worth. Yeah, yes. But, okay, yeah. But it's not w- gonna when be you a go common. From the most rare of the card types to the least rare, then it like there's a big difference. Yeah. But rare or mythic, when I'm spending instead of spending, you know, hundreds of dollars to open up packs until I hit my damnation, or I'm gonna spend forty bucks and get a fat pack or whatever they're fucking called. And if I get a damnation good, if I don't, I'll spend the $30 on it. Now I've spent 70 and I'm just going to recycle the rest of the cards or donate them, whatever. I'm just going to buy a damnation. Yeah. And that in that case, rarity doesn't matter. And if it was rare, I'd save two bucks. Well, I'm already saving 40 bucks. For saving 42 is great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But saving 40 is like, eh, fine. What's, what's like 4%, 2% extra savings? Like, fuck, it doesn't matter. If you're pissed off about Damnation being mythic, just go out and fucking buy one instead of trying to pull one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's just that's (laughs) my take. Is that a hot take? I don't think so. It might be. Buy singles. Buy singles. Is that a hot take? Sometimes. Fuck (laughs) them. Fuck them. Support your LGS. Support FusionGamingOnline.com. Buy your Damnations, man. Fucking buy them. Dread Return got a reprint. I Death like Spore Thalad got a reprint. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, they, they had to do Thalads. That yep. was a thing in, in Time Spiral. Right? It was. And Death Spore Thalad is one of those cards that I think people like. Not for EDH, but Extra Pate's another one of those ones that you're going to be able to trade in at your LGS or to your buddy. Yep. That's a good-ass card. Not for EDH. That's instant speed. You don't get, like, counter-target reanimation spell. That, I suppose. That's but- instant speed, like, your living death is, like... Not very good anymore, <laughs> right? Like that's pretty good, I guess. That's like get all your relentless rats. <laughs> you fucking pack up your shit, buddy. That's pretty good. Maybe yeah. better than I thought in in EDH. What a uh, grave scrabbler! That's a cool one too. It's a grave digger, but it has madness. I actually do play that card in at least one deck. Used to be two. I pair it alongside zombie infestation where you discard two cards to get a zombie. And then I just like madness it for black one and I reanimate something. And you get the the other card you discarded back. Yeah. There it is. That's cool, man. Well, you, you raise dead. It goes back to your hand, yeah. but you still get it. Sure. Yeah. We got uh, living end. We talked about that earlier. That's living death, but you suspend it for black, black two and you suspend it for three turns. That's fine. So it's it works a lot better when you have that damnation. Yes, you can damnation before it goes off, if you need to. Uh, no, you uh, can't, cause suspend. Well, you do it the turn before, and then you wait. Oh yeah, okay. But then, of course, you're helping your opponent. You know what? I I like living end, suspended. Don't cascade into it in commander. I like I like suspending it in commander, <laughs> and just seeing how it just fucking twists the game into a different dimension like <laughs> yeah. everybody's just uh, like attacking and blocking non-profitably and just sacrificing and discarding willy-nilly like tutoring like tutoring for something 
and then playing a card draw spell, then discarding what they tutored for, <laughs> right? And they're just like, yeah, this is going to be so fucking good. Everybody's lips are, or mouth is just watering. And then you go, okay, uh, remove my last uh, time counter, cast living end, and somebody counter spell. Oh, the whole table just goes onto tilt mode, Hayes. Or you just counter it. Like, not too much value for you guys. I'll counter my own shit. <laughs> I'll spend four and then at least two more. Counter my own shit. No, I'll I'll fucking uh, I'll pack the negation it so I gotta spend five more. <laughs> I'll spend nine mana just to fuck with you guys. <laughs> That's the best. That is the best old time in Commander right there. Welcome to Commander Cookout Podcast, oh, baby. There it is. That is the shit. Let's talk about a reprint that inextricably they changed the art and now I hate it. Mirror the curse. Mirror the curse. I don't know what's going on with what that. What is man. this? What? Mirror, Joe. On YouTube, please put up the OG Mary the Cursed, and next to it, put up the new Mary the Cursed. And everybody look at the art. The card's fine in itself, but, like, why would they change that? I think that Mary the Cursed, she was, like, color-shifted or she was... Yeah, color shifted or whatever from. She was one of those what if cards where they yeah what different if dimension Miri, cards. What if Miri? I think uh, was the she's the Evan car. She's ascendant Evan car. I think isn't she? No, that was color shift to whatever. Uh, the art in Miri the Cursed from Planar Chaos was inspired by the art from Singer Vampire that was in like tenth edition or whatever. No, that doesn't make sense because no. the timeline doesn't line up. Uh, yeah. She was inspired by Singer Vampire, the maybe the original art. Sure. I don't know. I read a thing on this like so 100 years ago. That's how old we are. <laughs> and they wanted something dark and kind of in the shadow with a generic background, like to make it feel old school, scary vampire. Like think of Singer Vampire original, think of Nosferatu. Like that's what they wanted. Yeah. And that was really cool at the time. And, and people of that era, like yourself and me, really appreciate that. Miri the cursed art and kind of what it means how she was like Krovax the curse but now it's Miri the curse because they were both part of the weather light that's that's maybe what you're thinking yeah, that, there we go and she's what if what if she didn't get rescued or whatever when they fell off the boat in wrath I don't know whatever it was this new Miri art no, she's just an asshole cat shows her jumping out of the weather light that's what that is yeah this is a very modern magic piece I hate it it looks of course you do. <laughs> Hot take. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, you know what? I don't think you're alone. I think <laughs> I think that people wanted to see the original art on a lot of these cards. I think that it does give it a modern kind of look for people who maybe like Miri, the character, the story, that maybe wanted something else. Fine. Yeah, it's like when they redid uh, redo muscle cars into like modern form. You know what I mean? The Charger, the Challenger, Camaro. Yeah, I hate that too. Mustang. They all got kind of updates in like the mid-2000s. Moving along, this set, I would argue, is a gift to Magic players. It's a gift. It's a incursion, a infusion, if you will, of really cool cards that maybe you wouldn't play in your casual commander decks. And there's even a gift for my scumbag aristocrat playing brethren. Oh, yeah? yeah you play, it's, it's something for everybody. <laughs> you play Butt Gasp in your, in your aristocrats? Sure. You play Reassembling Skeleton? Yeah. Now you can, for less money, play Nether Trader. Nether Trader. I got just destroyed by a Yawgmoth deck in Vegas that played Nether Trader and its ilk. This is a 1-1 spirit for black, black, haste, shadow. Sounds With that haste, sounds a lot like Bloodgast, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Whenever another creature is put into the graveyard from the battlefield, why doesn't that just say die? Whenever another creature dies... 
that's weird. You may pay black. If you do, return nether trader from your graveyard to the bee. You just pay black and you get it back when something dies. Yep. Neat. That's cool, right? Yeah, so you sacrifice your own guy, your aristocrat, your whatever, to Yawgmoth, draw a card, put a minus one on something, right? Get your nether trader back. Yeah. And sack it again, do some more I was going to say, yeah, could, could you sacrifice... Like your nether trader and pay black and like, cause it'll trigger. No, it's another. Oh, another. Yeah. You can loop it. I think with a, no, you can't loop it with a blood gas. There is a loop. You can there, do there is a loop trader. because yeah, with Yawgmoth, you can put like a minus one counter on something and get your nether trader back and then the thing will die. So you can like sacrifice. I don't know. Yeah. There's, there's loops and it's very powerful. B- big, big surprise to everybody that, uh, uh, Yawgmoth's powerful. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, moving on, moving on. What else do we got in black? There's Slaughter Pact. That's the zero cost. It is black. Destroy target non-black creature. But if you, during your next upkeep, you got to pay black too. If you don't, you lose the game. Yep. This is a good card. It's a cool card. I don't know why people don't play it. I don't either. I don't play it. (laughs) I don't play it either. (laughs) What the hell? Yeah, what the hell is the matter with us? I own one. I own four. Oh, I don't know why I don't play this. Man, I can play it. I can play four of them in a deck. Wait a second. Oh, hang on a second. Goddamn. Wait a second. Sudden spoiling. Check that out. That oh, is a good ass card a cool, right there. Black, black, one split second. Split second. Have we explained what that does? It. You can fuck it. It's fast. All you can do in response to split second is morph creatures and tap mana. Nothing else can go on the stack on top of it. Yeah. So when you play it, it. Fucking happens. Think of interrupt if you're 100 years old. Or yes. mana source. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so sudden spoiling has split second until end of turn. Creatures target player controls lose all abilities and are zero twos. Yeah. That's, that's a that's Make a some zero twos, one. man. Stop your crater who's dead in its track. Black counter spell. Blounter spell. <laughs> <laughs> There's also smallpox and sudden death and strangling soot. Lots of good removal in this set. Yeah, man. It feels a lot like original Time Spiral, doesn't it? It feels a lot like Modern Horizons 2. Shadow and Split Second and Morph and... Man, uh, we've seen so many, haven't we? That's what brought Delve me... Delve on, on Tombstalker. Spoiling of Delve. No, it wasn't Spoiling of Delve. Delve was an old thing, wasn't it? No. No, Delve, Delve, Delve was, was Tombstalker. Because there was lots of stuff with Delve in Time Spiral, but th- the point is... This is the set that brought me back to Magic. Because it was all things to look forward to and stuff I already knew. Yeah, and, and, and that and was the appeal, right? It's not really an ability, but it's a creature type spell shaper. We know what that does. Tap a mana, play a spell, but it's an activated ability, right? So, yeah, yeah lots of uh, lots of throwbacks. Oh, here's flashback on Ancient Grudge if we move into red. Oh, you skipped the most important red card we should have talked about already, which is the CCO preview card, a Chroma Angel of Fury, baby. Yeah, sexy Chroma, as, as if uh, as you called her. We called her Brand Chroma. I think we should have called her a Chromo. <laughs> yeah, Brando, but a Chromo. A Chromo. <laughs> That's what I think we should have called her. Anyways, moving along. We got Conflagrate if you play Modern Dredge. I think that's still a deck. Uh, yeah, I just like Conflagrate. There's Boom Bust and Dead and Gone. Both are... Your favorite cards? They're fucking terrible, and I hate them, and I can't believe I mentioned them, but I will here because, unfortunately, they're playable. Fuck. Okay, so here's this. Here's something that I, I only ever seen one person ever mention on Twitter, and it was long enough ago that I don't remember who it was, so sorry. This is Grinning Ignis, a 2-2 elemental, relevant creature type there, mm-hmm. for red 2, with the ability of red, return Grinning Ignis to his owner's hand, add colorless, colorless, red. Okay? Put this in your Bergy God of Storytelling deck. That is infinite. Infinite enter the battlefield 
effects. Yep. Right? So if you have a Perforos out, it's an instant kill. Yep. Because you can just get the red from your Burgi to activate the ability. Then you get colorless, colorless red to cast your Grinning Ignis again to get the red to bounce it, to play it again, to get the red to bounce it, to play it again. You can infinite enter the battlefield. And I think I've tried to make this card work in Animar, but I have to continue to just have a red up. I have to make red in some way. And I don't have a way to make infinite red in the deck anymore. Yeah, I've, I had a way of doing it with Intruder Alarm. But oh, there's yeah. better things to do with Intruder Alarm. Yeah, right? I was so. I was trying to make Grinning Ignis work for so long until Ancestral Statue was printed in like cons or con- I want to say Betrayers of Tarkir, <laughs> Saviors of Tarkir. I don't know if that's it either. It doesn't matter. The second Tarkir set, the one with the sh- the shield and the crossed swords. I, I don't care. Yeah, Ancestor I, I, Statue just I doesn't. I don't care. Yeah. The, Moving on. <laughs> but the point, Grinning Ingus is also a really good storm enabler as well. Yes. And there's lots of storm stuff in the set. There's Empty the Warrens, there's Haze of Rage, there's Grape Shot. There it is. Haze of Rage, too. Hey, I think that this is a good card. It's got buyback and storm. So if you've got lots of mana, you can go like red, one, buyback, two. So you're all in at four, three of which is colorless. Yeah. You only need red, right? And creatures you control get plus one, plus oh, until end of turn. And if you could just play it over and over and over again, storming it with itself. You storm it with itself. So you <laughs> cast it once, and you get a copy, right? Yep. And then you buy it back. You cast it again. You get two copies, right? So now you've got you've got one and one, and then two copy. One and one, two copies in the original. That's plus five, plus oh. Now... I get it. Like, that's eight mana. Yeah, you're in for eight, but, I mean, now you're at... Crater Hoof. Crater Hoof. Crater Hoof, and all your guys get plus five, plus oh. It's pretty good. I'm not terrible. Yeah, and it might, and it's still in your hand, so you could do it again. <laughs> you can do it again, yeah. <laughs> if you have if you have 12 mana, that's fine. All right. Magus of the Moon. Oh, baby. Oh, new art, too, that hey? That new art is so sick. You like I that? really like that. I mm. really do. Maybe, that, maybe that'll be some, some future alters on the Facebook page right there, oh, hey? Oh, that'd be a good one. Yeah. That's a solid Magus of the Moon. Uh, another common... In foil, if you're looking for it, to pimp out your goblin deck. Mog War Marshal, very expensive, hard to find foil at yeah, this point. Yeah, we're talking goblin foils. They're a little yep. bit tricky. Everybody they're... wants them because none of them are so expensive that they're prohibitive. But because because they're not prohibitive, everybody buys them. Yep, and then they become a little. It's a five. It was a five dollar foil when I bought mine. Yeah, it was reprinted and... in like modern modern masters two or something. So like that foil's not too expensive. But if you want like the original, it was a few bucks. Mm. Moving on, reiterate, reiterate. That's a good one, and that one saw a huge spike because of modern for a while. It's it's affordable now, but it's a buyback copy spell, Pack to the Titan. That's kind of the shitty zero cost make a four four. Yeah. You know? Anyway, what about what about uh, Mana Monkey? Yeah, Simeon Spear Guide. People are liking the new art. That's Simeon. I said Simeon Spear Guide, right? Yep. I'm yeah. looking at it. I think I like it too. That's I pretty think I pretty pretty King Kong. Hey, yeah. I think if I opened up a Mana King Kong, I think I would. I think I'd play it instead of my Simeon Spear Guide. Mana think, King Kong is that like Ming Mong? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I like that art. It's very jungly. He's like giving off some mana stink or something. And he looks more like a mana giving card than the other one that just looked like a monkey that was going to punch you in the face. Because that card never punched anybody in the face, really. I don't know. It was he, there to uh, to abuse other things and go into the graveyard. 
unless he came back from the graveyard to beat wholesale ass. I guess that was a deck too. I hear lots of legacy guys saying there's nothing better than like casting a Simeon Spirit Guide and just <laughs> fucking crushing somebody <laughs> with it. It like, takes ten turns, but, but that's the beauty of it. I be- that's why it's so much. It's so better. Yeah. Wheel of Fate. We talked about that. It's your you. You don't want to pay thousands of dollars for Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. And you don't want to take the time to figure out how the hell Wheel of Misfortune works. We have Wheel of Fate. Yeah. And this is another one that really is going to fuck with the table. Hey, yep. suspend four before you draw seven, discard seven. Yeah. And everybody's going to just be blowing their spells. And then you just fucking counter your own spell. Yeah. Hey, oh. how, come, how come you're not doing nothing? How come you're not doing nothing? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. How many cards in everybody's hand? I don't know. Two, two, four. All right. I'll counter this. <laughs> <laughs> I got six left in my hand, losers. <laughs> All right. On to green. How about one of the more, oh, even I, as a time spiral connoisseur, overlook Heartwood Storyteller. This is a cool spell. It's a 2-3 tree folk for green, green, one. Whenever a player casts a non-creature spell, each of that player's opponents may draw a card. Yeah, I like that. I like that card, and I forgot all about it until it was reprinted here. Is that a group hug card, or is that a, is that a, each of that player's opponents may draw a card? Remember when I built that? Uh, Do we just play a creature deck? Yeah. Okay. It's just a, you play it with your Beast Whispers and your other stuff. If I open one of these, I'll probably slap it into my Mutate deck, just because I play mostly creatures in there, right? So draws me some cards and my opponents do stuff. Yeah, cool. Okay. I think that's pretty neat. I like that. At three mana, you could power that out on turn two in green, and then they're like mana rock. Oh, guess we draw a card. Yeah. Enchantment. Oh, guess we draw a card. And it's not one of these Somebody drops that... a Ristic study, and you're like, oh, really? <laughs> I guess I'll draw a card. <laughs> I guess I'll draw a card. Buddy. You don't have to pay one. <laughs> Hypergenesis we mentioned earlier. Oh, and that's a fun one in Commander 2. Starting with you, each player may put an artifact, creature, or enchantment, or land card, like they're going to put a fucking land card, right. from their hand onto the battlefield. Repeat this process until no one puts a card onto the battlefield. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Have you ever seen a round of the table where somebody fucking misses? Because it's the best. Oh, man. Where it's like you, boom, and then somebody goes, boom, and then it's like, oh. Ah, fuck, I only got two planeswalkers in my head. I don't have anything. <laughs> and everybody just looks at them like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Your boy Morgander Petroglyphs yeah. gets reprinted. Morgander Petroglyphs finally out of the OG future sight, future shifted frame. Yeah. Creatures with no abilities get plus two, plus two. That's a gooder. Get some. That's a gooder. Summoner's Pact. Here's another one that I play. This is a zero drop. Search your library for a green creature and put it into your hand. At the beginning of your next turn, pay green, green, two. If you don't, you lose the game. Guess what? You lose the game because <laughs> I find my best creature. Yeah, the game's already over. The game's fools. already done. Yeah. How about Goyf? He's remember we were joking about what if they reprint Tarmogoyf? This is first instance of the original art yep. in the regular frame. The original. What the fuck is that art? We don't know. I have no idea what that is. I don't know where its face is. It's got an arm. You can clearly see it has an arm and a hand because it's holding something at the end of an appendage. Yeah. But I don't like. If it's got shoulders, then what the hell's that other thing sticking out of it? What's this big black blob right in the front? Is he looking at this thing? Does it have eyes? I don't even care. <laughs> okay, but you can get a goyf for the first time in 15 years in a regular price booster pack. There it is. And for some people, that's a big deal. You, I it, think it's the cool question is it. the question is is goyf and foil goyf same pack? Is that still the god pack? I think it's I think it's got to be like 
No, it's Thoughtseize and Foil. Fo- it's Foil Thoughtseize. <laughs> it's, it's Foil Thoughtseize and Sliver Legion, I think, is the god pack. Yeah, you're probably I think that's right. what it is. Moving Ooh, on I, to the multicolored. One more card I want to touch on, because this card is ridiculously expensive, and it's not going to be after this set comes okay. out. It's Utopia Micon. That card's expensive? Yeah, it was. It was like 10 or 15 bucks for a foil. Three, four bucks for uh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, four fifty. Yeah, like it's a it. It was big money, and it it's one of those cards. It shouldn't be. It's Saka Sapperling out of mana of any color or mana pool. It's just a cool card for Sapperling decks, and now it's accessible to everybody. I love that. That is good. Yeah, because it's like in Sapperling and Fungus decks, it's like uh, Phyrexian Altar. Yeah. Yep. Now that card's good. Yeah. I don't know if you know. <laughs> that turns out that's a gooder. Gold. Gold cards. Gold cards. Hey, we're going back to old school. Nobody calls them gold cards anymore. <laughs> hey, they call them multicolors. These yeah. are gold cards to us old guys. We've got a drown new Lich Lord. Hey, check this out. Caravic the Merciless. Yeah, hey. everybody loves Caravic the Merciless in their group slug shenanigans. Oh, yeah. Him. No, nobody likes him. Nobody original likes him. Jo- original Joyra? Original Rata. Those are times yeah. spiral cards. And right? Rata, if you look at this, somebody pointed this out to me on Twitter the other day. The Safi Eric's daughter, where you can see Eric in the background. Yep. And then you can, if you look at the Eric from this last set here, and look in the background of his art, you can see Safi. Yeah, they're they're a, yeah yeah. That's a cool thing, man. And OG Rada, like Ryan was saying, Abs Rada, Absda. Yeah. Radsda. Either way, I'm into her. I like her a lot. I thought she was going to be way more badass in the books than she was. She's pretty badass. She's badass enough, but not badass enough for me. Oh, I want sure. I want Rada Planeswalker. That's what I want. I want, yeah, sure. <laughs> Sliver Legion, we've made it. We, we've got there. We did it. I this, was, this was $100. I honestly didn't think they were going to reprint it, but then I started seeing the slivers. I'm like, oh, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. They're oh, yeah, do as it. soon as I saw the first sliver. And then they did it. Yeah. This is so fucking cool. I'm so happy now that my, my sliver-playing brethren can finally add this to a deck hopefully at less than $100. And maybe, maybe, maybe I'll finally be able to get my fourth foil. We've got future sites at 105 bucks. Pre-order prices for the Legion from Remastered, 60 I would expect to see it settle at 50 Excellent. That's, that is less than half of what it used to be. Yes. And, and sure, it's the 50 but it's, it's not a hundred fucking half. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, so if you want to play it now, might be the the best time to do that. We, we talked about earlier, Ochroma's Memorial, that used to be twenty five bucks. Here's two really good ones. Hit Here's me. two really good ones that that people are should be jazzed about: Cloud Key and Gauntlet of Power. Shit, yeah, those are gooders. The only reprint we've ever seen of Gauntlet of Power was a Kaladesh masterpiece, which was more expensive than the one from. Future or Time Spiral, right? Which was like thirty dollars, thirty five dollars, and Cloud Key was getting expensive too. This is a three drop that you choose a card type. It was, it was thirty six dollars. Yeah, right. Choose a creature type, uh, artifact, creature, enchantment, instant or sorcery, and the chosen type costs one less. Very cool. That is a good one. It lets you cast whatever you want for less. We've got a Lotus Bloom, and I think the last one of note, maybe, Stuffy Doll, but that's seen some reprints, so I don't think it's expensive. Stuffy Doll is as close to Brash Taunter as we're going to get in the set. Yes. So we call him Shitty Brash Taunter? Shitty, can we, can shitty we call Brash him Taunter, yeah, sure. <laughs> lands of note, Dried Arbor was expensive. We got some storage lands. Gemstone Cavern, people are happy about. They were a fair bit. They're the one with the luck counter if it's in your yeah. opening hand, right? You, you can and add. you're not going first. It has to be in your opening hand, and you can't be going first, and you have to remove another card from your hand. 
to begin with it in play and you have a Wooburg land. Yes. On turn zero. This is how the turn zero deck flash deck would win. Yeah, that's cool. It was with a mana monkey and with this thing. And was... in Commander, you have far less percentage of a chance to go first. Yes. 25% chance to go first instead of 50. That's half. And if you is if, is this coming into play with a luck counter on it better than a mox? No. Because it comes into play before the mox would. And the, it taps for any color. But the mox will give you whatever color that it is, which is probably the color that you need, every single fucking time, instead of tapping for no, a colorless. No, it's only in the situation where it comes in with the luck counter. Is luck counter gemstone mine better than a mox? Well, yeah. We can call gemstone caverns shitty moxin. <laughs> you went the long way. <laughs> I don't even know if it is because it, oh, but it doesn't take your land drop because it's already in play. Yeah, it's already in play. Also, oh. it's gemstone caverns. This is where the mocks come from. That's, oh, yeah. That's where it's, that's what the, the thing I always thought was. Oh, okay. We're getting care keep, care keep, and the cobalt token. It's happening. Yes, the, and we got the Lanawar Mentor Lanawar token. We talked about yeah, that. Very cool. And Swarm Yard. Remember when you bought your Swarm Yard for 20 bucks? Foil one? No, I didn't get a foil one. Oh, you didn't get a foil one? Well, I did, but it wasn't 20 bucks. <laughs> Shit. Anyways, Urborg and Teleria West those are the, and Vesuva. Those and are Vesuva. the last lands we want to talk yep. about. Just because they're expensive, they all see play. You can tutor a zero drop like, a, I don't know, a walking ballista with your Teleria West. I, I've never done that. Yeah. <laughs> I've never done that. But, uh, yeah, fuck, and, there it is. And Urborg's a mainstay. Vesuva is as well, I think. I think so. Well, all three of those cards are, are commander cards, right? Yeah. Now, moving on to the old border cards. Holy shit, we're going long, hey? Yeah, but it's totally worth it. We said at the top of the show that we had lots to talk about, and we've talked about lots. Yeah. If we just blew through it, maybe the the, the thought that maybe the set isn't worth it might be true. And it's fucking not. <laughs> but we're on to the old border stuff, Ryan. Yeah, the time-shifted cards, as it were. And this time they're time-shifted backwards far enough such that they have the old card frame. Yes. Yeah. And like you said, closer to the top of the show, there's not really any misses. It's like they knew that legacy players wanted old border stuff and legacy players don't give a fuck about what anything costs. Yeah. So if the foil old border thought seizes are 400, well, that's what they fucking cost. Yeah. It's cheaper to do a land. <laughs> 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 and they know that com commander players, a lot of them are old time players like us that mm -hmm. like these. And they know that maybe some new players would also appreciate these. And if they don't, they can trade them in and buy more packs. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they're also really cool reprints that maybe wouldn't have fit somewhere else. Yeah. Right? Like, where else are you going to put this? Oh, you can't put that in a commander set. You don't want that in standard. Well, here they are. Really good wanted reprints in retail-priced packs. Yeah. Now, not everybody likes these. And I will admit that the new card frame does segregate the parts of the card better as as to make for better understanding of what a name line is and and what a type line is and what the text box is, right? I will sure. admit. Sure. My only criticism with the old border cards, rather the cards in Time Spire Remastered that got the old border treatment is that some of the more modern looking like digital art looks like it's overlaid or superimposed on top of the card frame instead of the frame going around the art to make it look like I'm looking into a picture frame. 
Correct. Because the old border cards very much to me do look more like a picture frame as opposed to a magic card. It, it looks more like a piece of art with a frame around it rather yeah. than it looks like a what do you call it? What is that when you put the little matting around the picture and you kind of cut that's the what little, it's called the beveled edge? Yeah, matting. Matting. Matting with, inside a picture frame. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what it looks like with a little picture in there, as opposed to a like you say, a Magic the Gathering game piece. Yeah, and I do like the old border cards. They feel very nostalgic. Some of the old border cards, though, that I play in decks, I won't chase down and get a copy of the old border one because I don't think it looks as good as the modern border one. Fair. Yeah. And I, I don't know how in-depth we have to go on them because we're only highlighting them because you can get them in old border now. Yeah. Right? I, I assume we could probably touch a couple. Like Containment Priest is a cool one. Yeah, but it's been it's a, printed lots. Mirror Entities are always fun to open. The new path to exile, I bet you'll be real popular. Yeah, and the, it does look the, good. They they punched up the color. You know how we talked about with the OG art. I think people like that. SRAM is cool. Silence is a good one. I don't know. Laboratory Maniac. If you're a scumbag, <laughs> Baral, that master of the pearl trident is going to be real popular. I bet. Yes. The ponders are going to be very excellent trade fodder if the, you're into the, the ponders trade in foil. The ponders in foil. Oh, I'm telling you. Goodness sakes! Right, like these cards do look good. Yeah. Treasure cruise, trinket mage, true name nemesis. Every every single fucking card in yeah. blue. Every single one, maybe except for disdainful stroke. But disdainful stroke, I think, is it is it modern? Is it pioneer? What it's it's a format that it sees play in. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to maybe Pioneer. I don't play Pioneer, and I don't see a lot of Disdainful Strokes, so maybe that's where it is. Is it is it just Commander because it counters something with CMC4 or Greater? Do you play it? No. I don't play it. It counters stuff with Delve, right? Because yeah. Delve all costs lots. Like, it counters a Gurmag Angler. I don't know. Does Legacy play it? I have no idea. Yeah, who, who, the, who the hell knows? Who cares? Anyways. <laughs> Rip everybody that wants to do Old Border Relentless Rats. Oh, very, yeah. very much. Very much. Yeah. So especially get them in foil. Hey, I don't know what that price is, oh, but uh, I, don't, I don't want to think too much about it. But oh what about that dismember art? That is a fucking cool ass magic card. Yeah, it's got like the original dude on it, right? But it's it's a different artist. And it's it's the different art. Just randomly different art, and it is so cool. Yeah. Leyline yep. of the Void makes an appearance here. Leyline, that's, that's cool a good one. one with the original art, right? Yep. Gray Merchant of Asphodel. I do like what that one looks like. I should, I should maybe. I'm gonna pick a card out of each color that I really think that the old border treatment is very well suited for. I really like Thraban Inspector or Palace Jailer in white. Both of those are like, they they show a person. Right. And they look like really old card arts, maybe from masks or, or even older, like Homelands even. They look a little bit more modern and detailed than something that was in Homelands. Yeah. But they do look like characters from Homelands. Truth. Yep. In blue, I think I really like the true name Nemesis. That just looks like it's a, a card art of old, maybe Absolutely. from from like Nemesis era. Totally. Like masks nemesis prophecy right in black ooh, what do i like in black what's got it's got to be the thought sees i hate to just keep harping on like the big money reprint but that's 
that is a hundred percent an old border. You'd open that in All Hallows Eve, like in the same pack, and shit yourself. He's got two rares. Yeah, that one's good. I really like the Sanguine Bond just because it has a very generic background, not a high detail like obviously digital background. The same is true for Stinkweed Imp. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Into red, what do we have that's good in red? Anger of the Gods, I really like in that. We'll yeah, man. Okay, here's the per first example of a card that I really do not think looks good in Old Border. This is Exquisite Firecraft. Yeah. That card is just, it's too sharp, and it's too obviously digital, and I'm not knocking on digital and or high detailed. I'm just saying it doesn't look that great. It's like some of these, I think the thing that does it for me is when the art is so much brighter than the frame or vice versa when the when the frame is so much more vibrant yeah and it looks like they they're unbalanced right and yeah. exquisite firecraft is an example of that for me is and, this is this the only card in this oh there's liliana's whatever and this one are those the only cards that have planeswalkers on them there aren't very many cards that have like the gate watch making appearance on in there, is there? yeah uh, well are, are, you, are you complaining about that? <laughs> no, I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying, like, it. it's kind of neat to see that they didn't shoehorn them fucking in here. Maybe a little tip of the hat to what or who this set is marketed at. Yeah, there's not a single Planeswalker in the whole set. Yeah. That's pretty All cool. Right. All right. I think Goblin Engineer looks really good. Yeah, I, I mistook Molten Rain for, looks good. I want the, the big money card that, like, oh, man, if I open this, it's going to be so awesome because I super don't want to actually have to try and hunt one down. I want one of those Kiki Jikis. I do. Uh, yeah, Kiki Jiki looks I good. I can't help it. I I love the original Kiki Jiki art and I would just really like to have one of those in foil. I really would. Yeah, That's, that's going to look bad fucking ass. That and Vandal Blast also are the two foils that I'm kind of after from the... Yeah, you know what? It's I'm I'm really hard pressed to find like, like a fucking hard miss on any of these, right? And a hard miss altogether. Right, because I know that something like Ancient Stirring in green isn't a commander card, and I know like maybe Become Immense isn't a commander card, though it could be. It's a CCO card. Yeah, very much. We so. become immense every morning when we come into the studio. <laughs> <laughs> but man, I'm telling you, all these cards are good. Look at that Elvish Mystic. There's the one. How cool is it they reprinted Time of Need? Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, I actually have a foil. Foil one from Saviors of Kamigawa? Whatever's of Kamigawa. Yeah, that is gooder. There's a throwback, throw-ahead sliver and cloud shredder sliver. Yeah, was this... What set was that from originally? Modern Master. Modern Horizons. Horizons. Modern Horizons. Yeah. It's just... Like, it's funny they printed an old border after they just... I don't know. I yeah. don't know if it's funny, but yeah. I like it. I think it's cool. There's Consuming Aberration. There's Lavinia Azorius Renegade. That Mortify looks unreal. You like that? I you do. You know what? I'm having a hard time visualizing it digitally because like on Scryfall or Gatherer, your retail website of choice, like the blacks on the borders are a little bit gray. Like they're they're like ninety five percent black. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not so, Venta black. Yeah, it's it's hard to like it's hard to tell what the borders look like because the frame around them, the border sorry, it's hard to tell what the card frame looks like because the border around that on my computer screen isn't fucking black. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let me hit you with something. Sure. Mortify. Yeah. What did that guy say that mortified him to that extent? <laughs> 
Like, well, what did somebody else say? Like, is he listening to Commander Cookout podcast? And he's like, oh my God, these guys. Oh my God. Did they just, what? Three CMC mana rocks are playable? What do you mean the nuke? Is that what the nuclear option really is? <laughs> if you remember that from yes, from last week. Yesterweek. Yesterweek. Yeah, man. I don't know. What about some of these arties? Chalice of the Void Crystal Shard, you said, was probably the best example. The Crystal Shard is, hands down, the best example of a card that looks like it has always been in old frame. It's got the generic background. It's a traditional medium piece. It's just a, a thing. It's just a fucking thing sitting in a blue thing. thing. Yeah. Leveler is another really good example that looks like a piece from Urza's Saga block, mm. right? Very cool stuff. We got poopy art on Solemn Simulacrum. Yeah, the old school art. They used the, the original art for all these throwbacks, hey? Maybe because yeah. that was the closest they could get to making it look like it was it's old, right? Except for Stinkweed Imp. They used the new one for Stinkweed Imp. Oh, I only I that's yeah. the only art I thought there was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And how's about the fucking only artifact oh, land yeah. ancient den? Yeah, I, the love, fuck? I love that so much, but <laughs> I think that's a T. Remember? Planar Chaos, Future Sight, it was all the Here's what we might do in the future. Maybe, just maybe, they're hinting. This is Wizards hinting, saying, oh, we printed Ancient Den. You'll have to watch out next year when we do Kamigawa Remastered, and you'll get your Seat of the Synod. Yeah. Here's Lorowin Remastered. You get your Great Furnace. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe they're picking all the sets that have expensive foils, eh? Well, I... I think we talked about it off air, maybe on the show. It's been a it's been a hot minute since we we started. It was, the show. It was all before the show, where we talked about there was that kind of lull. Oh, in, it was also on the show. Yeah, <laughs> the lull in magic in between. Let's call it Kamigawa, and I think a, the end of Alara probably when Zendikar picked up. Yeah, I feel like a lot of those sets now have lots of gems that people are just kind of discovering because they're in that in between time of the super pushed shit of now, and the really broken shit of yesteryear. In between, we had all these sets that had all these really cool forgotten gems in them, and they're just, magic wasn't as popular, so there's not as much of it out there anymore, so they just become a little bit yeah. more costly because of scarcity. Yeah. I think that reprint sets like this are a great way to get those cards into people's hands. I think people would be in for a Lorowin remaster just because there's going to be so many quirky, hard-to-find, expensive things that are expensive only because they were in Lorowin and Morningtide and Shadowmoor and Eventide and all that yep, shit. I think so. Hot take. Thank you. It, sorry, no, I, I mean, I, I think I might have a hot take. Oh, hit me with it. I'm not sure that the Bajukabog and the Mystic Sanctuary, I'm not sure that I like them. That's fair. I, I, I have to... Those two cards, I have to hold them in my hands before I'll know if I like them. The mixture of the the grayed out, like the dark gray, because they're like, air quotes, color lands. They're darker yeah. in card frame. The colored text box, again, because they're colored lands. And then the, the pseudo gray black border on a computer screen is like, not sure. Ryan. What is it? It just hit me. What is it? Ramunap Ruins yes. is red. Yes. Mystic Sanctuary yes. is blue. Yes. Bajukabog is black. black. Blighted Woodland. Green. In the history of Magic the Gathering in the modern card frame. Yes. Wizards of the Coast couldn't think of a single white non-basic to include in that cycle except for Ancient Dan. Oh. 
There we go. We cracked the code, Ryan. There it is. It turns out, there, there. See, white is bad. Watsy just bad. admitted it right here in this set. Watsy, white sucks. White sucks. <laughs> it's coming though. It's 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 due its day. It's coming. Just be patient with us. Yes. Just be patient. We're not done with fucking blue since 1993 yet, <laughs> and we're not done with green making it literally like have all of the most powerful things over the last three years. We're not quite done with those colors. Warm and 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 everybody said Command Zone said that like red's good enough. So yeah, whites whites do its day, but we're not done with green yet. Got it. <laughs> got to keep making green good. Yeah. And then we got some wastes. And they picked the good art for wastes. Cool. I like that. Into and th those in foil would be cool. Yes. And remember, if you want them in foil, you get one in every 91 boxes of this <laughs> yeah, set. Yeah, that's 3,300 so, packs. So support your local game stores, everybody. Very much so, and if your local game store doesn't have it, I'll do the, the shout out to the business daddies right now, fusiongamingonline.com, where you can go. Use CCO Fusion 5 promo code, get 5% off all of your Magic the Gathering needs. And, of course, you'll let them know that their partnership with CCO Podcast is a good, damn good one. And it's a solid business venture we've embarked upon. Yes, it's very good. Yeah, we like those guys. Real fast before the end of the show. Yeah. These could be cards of the, of week. the week. Oh, there you go. What is it? These are cards I think they could have reprinted in the set, but they didn't. Oh, yeah. We'll hit them real quick. First up. Nyx. Nyx. Not, uh, not Nyx like N-Y-X. Nyx, but N-I-X. Originally future shifted. It says counter target spell if no mana was spent to play it. And we have free spells in the draft environment here. There's zero cost mana rocks, a plenty in Commandy. Mm -hmm. And there are cast for free or copies of spells run amok in Commander. Yep. So this would be a cool spell. They're not expensive, but... It'd be cool to have them in people's hands. And first time in the regular card frame, this would be. True that. Next up, we have Spellweaver Volute. Another one that was in the future shifted frame. Blue, blue, three for an enchantment. Enchant instant card in a graveyard. Ooh, that sounds like a fucking future sight card. What <laughs> the hell? Whenever you play a sorcery spell, you can copy the enchanted instant. Then you remove the instant from the game and move the Volute to a different instant in a graveyard. Any graveyard. Nyx would counter that, wouldn't it? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. So Spell River Volume, just cool with lots of the Spell Slinger decks that are going out around everywhere. They're, they're encouraging you to play lots of instants, lots of sorcery. Spell River Volume lets you get more increased value off of that. It would just be fun. And that dude that I like, that zombie from Commander Legends that lets you draw a card when you cast yeah. something not from your hand. Oh, uh, yeah. Fuck yeah, I like there that we, guy. There it is. All right, this one may be a little bit more things that people actually want for things in Veilstone Amulet. A $6 card, right? Yep. So it would have been another just good reprint. Three mana artifact. Whenever you play a spell, creatures you control can't be the targets of spells or abilities your opponents control this turn. Okay, so we got Creech. Yep. And it's their turn and they want to block or they want to attack and they're like, I'll kill your guy, attack you. You're and like, and nah. you go, uh, I'll instant speed cast a card draw spell yeah. instead of something like a uh, Heroic Intervention. Yeah. I'll draw two cards. My guys get Shroud, and I can block now. Yeah. It's just a cool spell. You know what I mean? It's it's just neat. Or you can do it. You've played a spell on your turn, so when you swing in, they can't Oh, kill yeah, your I like that too, right? yeah. It's just a cool card. Hard to find now, so getting another injection of them into the scene would be really nice. And this one's totally selfish, just because I have been looking for a foil of this card for, no shit, Ryan, 
13 years and I can't <laughs> find one. I have never owned a foil of this card and I want one so goddamn bad. It's Ib Halfheart Goblin Tactician. You don't own a foil of that? I don't own a foil of Ib Halfheart. No way. What a... He's like a buck, hey? Yeah, he's a... He, but again, the foils are expensive because they were only in Time Spiral. And he's a goblin, so people and, people pick him up, right? And he's one of those cards that just goes in your goblin deck. Yeah. Because he's so fucking good. And the picture is really funny. So people probably just, ooh, look at this shiny card. Oh, that's a funny picture. I'll pay you $2 for this, Mr. Local Game Store Man. And now, now nobody can do that because they're all gone. There it is. There it is. So those are the cards of the week. Cards can, of the week, all four of them. You can get them at FusionGamingOnline.com, like I said. Using special promo code CCOFusion5. That's it. There it is. So there's the set. I hope we sold it on you. We ran a little bit over time, so we'll make it very brief. I think sets like these are great for the player base. They're great for the new players who don't necessarily have these cards yet. It'll give them an opportunity to pick That's them up. That's the biggest biggest thing, I think. There's so many new players, even in the nation, right? We, 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 whenever, whenever we play VEDH with anybody, besides like fucking Chris Von Doom or some shit like that, it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, I've only been playing since like Zendikar Rising. It's like, whoa, really? Yeah, whoa. Wow, I, I like ca I, I cast a dual land, right? I put a dual land down there like, oh, is that real? I'm like, yeah, I've had it since like, I don't know, before my brother was alive, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, like we have cards. <laughs> wow. That are, we have cards that are older than some of the people that are listening to this show right now. Yeah. And they just don't have stuff like this. And now you can get it. And I highly recommend go out, buy a pack, buy two, just to open them, to, to know how we used to feel when we opened booster packs. The old guys, the old guard. All yeah. those people that are gatekeeping your hobby, now you can know how it felt, and you can gatekeep a little yourself. Oh, don't no. do that. No, no, no. Don't. No. That's don't a joke. Don't Google that. Th yes, that is a joke. <laughs> Just open the cards, enjoy the cards, play with them. Hopefully prices come down, and you can get the singles to play the decks that you want to play. That's that's the end of the day. That's what I think this set's going to do. That's what I think it's given to the Magic the Gathering community, and we are going to be back next week to give you another very exciting episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!